Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time. It's been an event three weeks in the making. <laughs> this is the final round of Game That Tune's April Absurdity Tournament, our head-to-head -head challenge to decide who wins the coveted Game That Tune bragging rights for the first part of 2016, as I'm sure we will do another one of these tournaments later in the year. I'm your host, John Harrington. With me, as always, David Fleming. Say hello. Hello. David and I were both uh, vanquished in the early rounds of this ridiculously long, again, three-week tournament. Um, <laughs> it's been agonizing. Not it was, it was, it was hard, but we, we both bounced back. Yes, we did. I think we, uh, we became better people because of it. We're closer than, we've, closer than we've ever been. Learned a lot about the kind of music that we should play for each other and the kind of men that we want to be going forward. That said, it's time to take John and Jesse, the finalists, straight to hell. So I, I, see, I don't, I don't believe that that's, I don't believe that's going to happen. I don't believe we're going to take them to hell. I believe that we are going to do the best we can to uh, play good music, music they'll enjoy, music they'll yep. recognize, and music that may be tricky to guess. That's great, David. That's great. Yeah. So uh, I hope true. you brushed Listen. up on your 3DO soundtracks. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, you know, we all love the CDI, and therefore, that shall be the theme. The thing is, guys, <laughs> here it is. This is April absurdity. Yes, and so far it's this, been absurd. It's just like the Super Bowl is the April absurdity of football. Mm -hmm. Like, WrestleMania is the April absurdity of wrestling. Like, yeah. this is the highest level, and we have all fought long and hard, tooth and nail, sweat, blood, tears, lots of tears. Everyone has been crying, and it's been great. And, like, this could have been any of us, really. But it's me and John. <laughs> yep, it is. And, that like, is I correct. look over across at him, Tonight he is my opponent. But either way, we will always be friends. <laughs> but for like an hour and a half. Oh, it's this is on. serious. I have so. a wife and a kid. I have to provide for them. <laughs> and the April absurdity championship. Rise. This championship is everything for my family. And I'm not gonna let you or anyone take that away from me. John, do you have anything to say to that? I don't have any rebuttals. <laughs> I just want to hype do a video high five with Jesse if I can. Just stop it. Okay. We're not doing that. I'm doing <laughs> it. I'm doing it. Oh, there we go. We did it. Yay. <laughs> so it's John versus Jesse. Uh, we're going to do five games. We got a great lightning round coming up. Me, uh, me and David picked two games apiece, and there's a great fan request uh, right there, sandwiched in the middle. So, uh, Johnny, you sadly still have control of the soundboard, so it's going to have to be you getting us started. All right. Let's do it.
I agree with Jesse. This is dope. Yes. I I read dupe, but I'll take it. (laughs) Dupe. gentlemen ready for a piece of trivia to guess this game yes oh my god please i want okay. it so bad <laughs> john go and give it to you um oh, yes. arf, all right <laughs> trivia Th- this game increased the playable roster of the previous game by seven characters despite being a long-running series with a deep roster of characters only six characters have been in every game in the main series and only two of those characters have always been a part of the starting roster, meaning they're not unlockable. They're always there right at the start. Do it! got a guess written down me too better. all right <laughs> hit it let's get right to it all right street fighter four incorrect king of fighters incorrect oh sorry sorry guys you gotta go back to the playstation one or uh to your local arcade circa 1995 for this one this is tekken 2 oh tekken ah okay. yeah yeah I, I was i don't play that game i'm not i wasn't baby. sure how you felt about tekken but uh <laughs> I was looking up games that celebrated Damn, their. Uh, I, was look, 
<laughs> I was looking up games to celebrate anniversaries, so I was like, oh shit, Tekken 2 came out in America. Like, anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> that game is shit. That's right, Tekken is shit. You Man. heard it here first. <laughs> Ed, really Ed segment next song. <laughs> yeah, really, really taking the piss right out of that one. I'm glad you didn't. But you know what's point. worse than Tekken? <laughs> Geology. Those fucking rock fuckers. God damn it. He's not wrong. Yeah. Rock science is easily worse than Tekken 2, which is actually a pretty good game. Um, it's okay. I don't know why you dislike Tekken so much, Jesse. It's pretty fun. I'm really, it's, it's I'm not the worst. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to angry letters from geologists at some point. <laughs> looking forward to angry letters from the guys that made Tekken, because yeah. I assume they're paying attention to this. And they're just like, oh, Namco. what? <laughs> yeah, Namco and uh, Tekken 2's composer Yoshie Arakawa. That's uh, <laughs> that's how I worked that piece of info in there. Good um, job. Yeah. Now Tekken 2 uh, was pretty fucking sweet. I was, uh, you know, like I said, I was looking up anniversaries of, you know, games, and Tekken 2 came out in 1996 on the PlayStation. So I was like, ah, fuck it. I'll go for that. Jesse owned a PlayStation, and I played the fuck out of Tekken 2 back when there was an arcade around the corner from my house. So, you know. It does have a kangaroo. Uh, yes, it has a kangaroo and a raptor, both of which are boxers. Yeah. So, you know, That's they, nice. uh... They kind of threw any semblance of being like a serious series out the window, like right off the bat. And I say serious, I mean there's been a you know a Mexican man in a jaguar mask on the roster <laughs> through the entire like the seven games of the main <laughs> series. So yeah, it's it's always uh, it started out pretty serious, and then they you know they went just past that with uh, boxing raptor slash kangaroo. So yeah, cool. Um, Johnny, I guess Correct you know. Me if I'm not... wrong, but doesn't. Doesn't Tekken have a character, a playable character that's a bear? And then yes. there's like an unlockable version clone character that's a panda bear? Uh, yeah, you are referring to Kuma and the uh, alternate version Panda. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think there's a wood guy too, who's made of wood. Yes, that's oh, yeah. um, that's Mokujin. That is just the uh, character that takes on the traits of all other characters at random. Kind of the Shang Tsung of the Tekken series. It's it's yeah. a different character. It's a different character every round. Hmm. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I just shit, remember man. saying it's like, oh, there's a bear in this game. Oh, there's a pallet swap. It's a panda. <laughs> what else would it be? <laughs> exactly, a black <laughs> bear. <laughs> no wait. <laughs> a different bear. Uh, it's, no, it's just a panda. So, yeah, and the panda apparently is uh, friends with a small Chinese girl and wears awesome glowing bracelets. And I mean, there's all kinds of fun stuff that goes on this series. That Jesse is just dismissively nodding at <laughs> as I talk about it, <laughs> like really, uh, really taking the uh, wind out of my sails here <laughs> with, the, uh, <laughs> with the reception. <laughs> Tekken like Tek Tek Two was a really fun game. Yeah, I bet it was. That's yeah, <laughs> kind of the vibe I'm getting. I'm, like, wow, I'm really barking up the wrong tree on all this Tekken chat. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Johnny, you're not a not a big Tekken guy either, are you? I've never played it. Not a single tech. Not a single one. Not for a single round. Not you know, not by choice. I just just never happened. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not. <laughs> well, you kind of have to make Tekken happen. You can't really just yeah. sit back and wait for it to come to you. <laughs> yeah, you're in control of that, Johnny. You could, you could have played it at any point in the past 22 years or however long it's been out. But uh, so no, you just never. It's like 
Oh. Not by choice. Well, you have to like do it yourself. I'm picturing like a Tekken arcade machine kind of looking through the window, like one day I'll get the courage to talk to him. <laughs> Not today. And just right next to a Primal Rage machine, just like, hey man, just put yourself into track mode. That guy will come over and play you. Tekken <laughs> machine. I don't know, man. I just, I don't think he'll like me. Tekken <laughs> machine keeps calling my house and hanging up on me. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Prototype Jack! Uh, uh, click. <laughs> I love Insert the fact point. that the, like, supportive best friend is a Primal Rage machine. <laughs> <laughs> Primal Rage was a good friend. I'm not even questioning it, that just makes sense. Yeah, I'm just thinking back to the arcade in St. Augustine, that's all I'm thinking about here. You know, I played the fuck out of Tekken 2. You know, fucking Primal Rage. They had a Killer Instinct uh, gold machine just before they closed, which is pretty sweet. Yeah. Mm. And when they closed, they sold all their, like, ticket-generating arcade games to an arcade that opened up here in Tallahassee. So it all just moved across the state, and I wow. started it a few years later. It worked out pretty well. Nice. But yeah, I mean, there was, like, legend going around the arcade that there were, like, unlockable characters in Tekken 2 back in the day. Like... They weren't all there when you started the arcade game. I don't know how, you know, I don't remember exactly how they unlocked, but like, it's like, no, there's a, there's totally like a boxing raptor in the game. It's like, no, there's not. And somebody <laughs> the game in the arcade and it unlocked Alex and Roger and it's like, holy fuck, there's a boxing raptor in this game. That's awesome. <laughs> You've got to be fucking kidding me. I'm 11 and this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> so yeah, it's, uh, uh it's a... This series is pretty dear to me because I spent a lot of time playing it before that arcade closed. And then uh, after that, you know, they're pretty easy to buy once you uh, get into like the uh, home versions. So yeah, I've always had a Tekken nearby. But yeah, shit. I guess you don't even care about the answer to the trivia question. Fine, I don't care. No, no, I do care. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I have okay. a guess about the trivia question. It's All right, high Odyssey is one of them. I bet. There's six characters that have been in every Tekken game in the main series, you know, Tekken 1 through 7. So uh, like Hayachi. Hayachi, yes. Hayachi. But go on. The uh, one dude with the, the hair that comes out of the... Uh, is it Jin? Nope. He was introduced oh, in like Tekken 3. Oh, okay. Well, there's they, a guy that looks like Jin. Kazuya. Yeah, Kazuya. Yeah, that's Jen's father. He has not always been in the series either. <laughs> oh, damn. Okay, is I'm an Nina? idiot. Yes. Nina, oh, okay. Hachi. Um, Nina Yoshimitsu? Yoshimitsu is correct. Yep. King? Yep. Yeah, the Jaguar dude. Oh, um, yes. See, all the other characters I think of, I think were introduced in like two or three. Right. Uh, Jack? Nope. Uh, yeah, actually, Jack was not in three or four. Oh, okay. And then he came back as Fat, right? Hmm? No, Jack's always... That... Jack, Jack's a robot. Okay, who's the fat guy? <laughs> There's a fat guy oh, in the game. Oh, that's Bob. Bob. And then Bob. they came back with Slim Bob, which was pretty funny. But no, it's... Uh, <laughs> what was the boxer dude? Steve Fox, introduced in Tekken 4. And he's been in every one since. Didn't he get fat or something? No, you're thinking of Bob. Okay. New character later on in the series, but no. Okay. So it's uh, it's Heihachi, it's King, uh, Nina, Paul Phoenix, Yoshimitsu, and Law. Even though in Tekken Three wow. it was actually Forest Law, not Martial Law, and only King and Paul Phoenix have been in every game at the very beginning of the game. So 
Cool. You know, big ups to King and Paul Phoenix, the first two songs that I played. So, anyway. Played right? Uh, the Wii U uh, Tekken Tag Tournament 2? Yeah. Yeah, I played the fuck out of that. <laughs> that yeah, game. How was, how was the, like, the power-ups and stuff? Because that was neat. Uh, it was a cute distraction, but I don't know. I like the main Tekken stuff too much to focus on that. I was more uh, all about just the Nintendo costumes for everybody. Oh, yeah, that was... Being able to just put together a team of, like, you know, just serious fighters, but they all have big Mario noses is, you know, pretty fucking funny. So, huh. yeah. Um, I can't remember who, like, who dresses up like who, but, you know... Shit, I'm gonna, to, I'm gonna have to bust it back out now because I can't remember what uh, which uh, character King got a costume from. I want to say it was I like have, Bowser. I have to check <laughs> it out. I bet I could get it pretty cheap now. Yeah, you could probably get it for like less than twenty bucks, and it's well worth it because it's a lot of fun, and it's got like almost every character that's ever been in Tekken, and it's cool. got some Mario costumes for them. So I'll check that out. Yeah, boom. Uh, so yeah, anyway. Uh, that was Tekken Tag Tournament 2, but the game I chose was Tekken 2, and I'm sorry that neither of you guys have ever played it. Uh, I kind of misjudged this one. So, <laughs> Johnny, I think we need to move on. <laughs> let's, try to, let's try to reset the room a bit after having all that wind taken out of the sails. Yeah. And move to the next game. like that like a lot that was pretty good i like that car starting noise that is in there somewhere <laughs> that was cool
Hmm. In the words of uh, Chief Wiggum, that's some nice fluting. <laughs> I was just wondering, because usually after every song, John comes in with like, yeah, nice, yeah. So I was just waiting for, for that to come in, and then he was just <laughs> quiet the whole time. <laughs> John sure has he no emotional reaction to this song. <laughs> I, I feel like I should know it. It's driving me crazy. Yeah, you probably should. Um, <laughs> how's your 3DO knowledge? Uh, this game, this series, rather, uh, almost always shows the main character being able to fly indefinitely. However, this game limited the main character to only being able to jump a handful of times. Okay. Gentlemen. Um, most games in this series, or this series is known for the main character being able to fly indefinitely. This game only allows the main character to jump a handful of times. So they cannot fly. Okay. If, I- I'm, not, if I'm not mistaken, I believe they can only jump five times. All right, I got my answer ready. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. I got nothing. <gasps> okay. Well, dramatic gasp. All right. That's my answer. All right, my hand right. Kirby on N64 something something crystal shard. 
I'd say I that's close enough for a point. <laughs> All right. I believe the title is Kirby 64, The Crystal Shards. <laughs> so you, you added some words, you subtracted some words, regardless. We got around to it. It's Kirby 64, and there's some, a broken crystal somewhere. Sweet. Nice job, bud. Um, yeah, I fucking, uh, I kind of forgot about Kirby 64. I love that game, though. That like, I mean, you never played Kirby 64 for real? No. Really? Wow. Do you know the unique thing that is uh, that makes Kirby 64 distinct besides being the Kirby game on Nintendo 64? You combine powers. Where Kirby cannot fly indefinitely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, the ability to suck up two things at once and combine their powers. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. I fucking yeah, love it. I don't remember I've, a lot of them because it's been like, you know, 15 years since I played the game, but I distinctly remember being able to turn into a refrigerator. You know. I, I can never find it a blockbuster. It, you know, what? Blockbuster was always hit and miss, man. If a game was really great, it was probably gone or possibly stolen. So, <laughs> you know, they just never was. had it. Like, What year um, did it come out? I think it was in 2000. It was 2000. So that is definitely like end of life yeah. for the 64. Was, yeah. Yeah. So I can yeah, see a lot of blockbusters having like one or zero copies of it. <laughs> yeah. They have like an internal memo that says like, no, 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 clear shelf space. We're getting three, you know, three new consoles soon. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh crap. But now yeah. that I have yeah. an N64 again, I'll, I'll keep an eye out for it. It's not too yeah. much. And actually, I was looking, and it came out on the Wii U Virtual Console uh, last year. I, you know, I didn't know that. Oh. Uh, I'm kind of like pumped because I want to go download it right now. <laughs> like, I was like, "Holy fuck, it's available for like the Wii U right now!" Oh man, if I hadn't only bought that, you know, just bought that like humble bundle and therefore loaded up my goddamn hard drive with stuff. <laughs> like the Wii has no hard drive to speak of, so I think I'm getting close to capacity, but. I would gladly delete a crappy game to make room for Kirby 64. That game's a lot of fun. Yeah. I really miss I'll being able to combine powers. That was yeah. so cool. Has that not reappeared in a Kirby game since? Like, Well, so other Kirby games have had a similar concept. Like, in Kirby's Dream Land 2, you know, you can get a power, and then when you get uh, paired up with one of those free animal friends, that creates an alternate variant, you know, on that power. So there's that electric beam, you know, where you go with the beam, and if you get in the fish, it, you become a light bulb instead. You know, so still like right. a, it's still like electric, but different. Fish bulb. Fish bulb. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I need, I need a yeah, sound no, effect for no that. No double-sided lightsaber. So. <laughs> wait, wait, when was there a double-sided lightsaber? What? In Kirby 64, if you combined, I think it was the like electric lightning power with. Either the sword or the cutter, Kirby straight up gets the Darth Maul double-bladed lightsaber. That's amazing. See, these are the things I need to remember. Yeah. (laughs) I remember the refrigerator. Those were were my three favorite power-ups was ice and electric because it turned you into the refrigerator. Um, I think it was sword and electric because it gave you the lightsaber. And then if you combine the electric power with the stone, you got a giant boulder on like a lightning tether that just swung around you and smashed everything around you. It was the most ridiculously overpowered ability, and I loved it. So it was a 3D game. No, it's a two and a half. It was a side scroller, but with yeah. Okay. I feel like I remember you can like turn corners in certain levels, and but it was still pretty much just a. Yeah, you know, 2D platformer. God, I don't remember much about this game. 
Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. the reason you can't find definitely is most Kirby games have a lot of height to the stage. And this Kirby game was like what was on screen, like that's it. Like you could fly <laughs> up and see more stuff. At least I don't think maybe there are some levels that got vertical a little bit, but I don't know, it probably like, revealed the fucking limitations of the Nintendo sixty four <laughs> if you tried to fucking fly too high. Like, oh wait, nope, we uh, didn't draw background that high. Stop it. <laughs> Shit, we're out of RAM. Oh god, no <laughs> RAM. Oh, oh crud. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll make up for it. We'll make King DDD a playable character. So. But he can fly for a while in um Smash Bros. Yeah, he gets a few yeah. jumps. Actually, when I was trying to find trivia, because it was really hard to find trivia that didn't obviously give this game away, they were saying it's like Smash Brothers was released the year before, so they were saying that's why they put the limitation? It's like people were used to Kirby, like they decided to go ahead and limit his jumps in one game and just carried it over to the next. Didn't want to confuse that Smash Brothers crowd with the new Kirby yeah. game. <laughs> After so many of them were introduced to him in Smash Brothers. Can, huh. can I wave dash? <laughs> <laughs> Where's my Kirby wave dash ability? Oh man, there's no L canceling in this game. This game is shit. <laughs> uh, wombo combo something something Kirby 64. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. The, uh, yeah. Uh, shit, man, you know, I, I'm mostly just excited because I found out that you can download it on the Wii U. I really am going to go do that shit. <laughs> like, I haven't played this game in years. Like, I don't remember a thing about it, except you can combine abilities, and it was, you know, Nintendo 64's not great looking 3D graphics, and it was really fun, and now I want to go download it. Yeah, so, I, I, at I, some point, Kirby's a refrigerator. Kirby does turn into a refrigerator. <laughs> I had to really like rack my brain on that one because like I definitely I immediately recognized like this is definitely Kirby music like for sure. So I had to really think back like what things can I not fucking fly in? And uh, I have to admit it was really fun watching you as soon as the music started. Oh, you <laughs> see like what the hell is this? I mean, that's just, that's the life of a fucking game that tuner, man. If you, you know, when you hear that music and it's like, well, I fucking know this, <laughs> but, <laughs> like, you know, That's what I like to call the finish cap effect. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, call it the Mario Kart 7 effect. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. But yeah. Um, yeah, good music. David, is there a composer for this, or, uh... Uh, there is. I do not have that information available. Oh. Leave a blank space for editing here. <laughs> <laughs> Why, yes, the composer is... The Atlanta Falcons. I'm going to put as many Simpsons quotes into this episode as possible. <laughs> I prefer music composed by the Denver Broncos. <laughs> uh, no, obviously, so. the composer is written right here. The composer is... Okay, now, John, play the next song. <laughs> oh, for real? He's not kidding.
cool. That's rad. Pretty rad. (laughs) I think it's rad. Yeah. It's red. It's red. Rad. Red. Red. <laughs> Radical. So this this is our fan request. Uh, this game was developed for the Nintendo Entertainment System, then later ported to the Game Boy, Sega Genesis, and Super Nintendo. The Super Nintendo version is where this music comes from. The NES version is one of the only games on the system that features 3D scrolling.
that's so sweet. Can you read that trivia one more time, though? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. not repeating any trivia from here on out. Damn it. Again. I'm sorry. Just, oh, that's so sweet. Repeat that trivia. <laughs> uh, this game was originally developed for the NES and ported to the Game Boy, Sega Genesis, and Super NES. The NES version is one of the few titles that has 3D scrolling. Okay. Man. Man. Yes. Uh, all right. I have a guess. Dan. Dan. All right. My Dan. guess. Daddy, <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? Oh, don't tell you had right, then said no is regular Battle Toads. Um, oh, Jesse stop. says Rad Racer, which is incorrect. John had written oh. Battletoads Double Dragon, then scratched out Double Dragon to guess Battletoads. No! That is also incorrect. Oh. The correct answer is Battletoads and Double Dragon, God. the ultimate team up. God damn it. John, I'm not giving you points for that. No, I don't deserve <laughs> I'm them. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> you, you straight crossed out half your answer. That hurts. That hurts so bad. Because, like, I, I knew Battletoads was out on NES Genesis. I didn't know about Super Nintendo. But Battletoads Double Dragon, I did not believe that it came on all those systems. Like, no, there's no way. I didn't remember it being for the NES at all. I strictly knew it for Super Nintendo. Yeah, I didn't and know that game was on NES. <laughs> That's I can't crazy. imagine it's nearly as good. Because, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's kind of like, uh, I don't know, I feel like it's... <laughs> Kind of big for a Super NES game as it is. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, put that on an NES. I, I think I probably struggled. I have played it on the NES, and it's kind of like you know those fan games where they try to demake things. Like, what if Mega Man <laughs> Eight was an eight-bit game? It's mm. kind of like that. Yeah. It's, like, it's definitely playable, but it really feels lacking. Right. Probably was not receiving the full endorsement of the developers. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, the NES is still a thing, but we really would prefer you buy this on the Super NES or the Genesis because it's a lot better than that. <laughs> <laughs> what amazes me is the fact that it's on the Game Boy. Shit, yeah. man, I, I passed right over that. <laughs> oh, God, that must be miserable. <laughs> <laughs> There's literally no way to play two-player on the original Game Boy. <laughs> like, fuck that. <laughs> it kind of takes away uh, almost all the purpose of playing Battletoads and or Double Dragon. So you should, uh, The Game Boy has a link cable. You may have been able to play it two-player. Motherfucker, didn't that come out with Pokemon? Did that? No, yeah. that was out way before Pokemon. Yeah. yeah, how do you play Tetris with friends? Yeah. I didn't know you could play Tetris with friends. That was always a fucking <laughs> yes. by myself yeah. game. And uh, <laughs> I think Wave Racer... Uh, I, I think you know. tennis, too. Shit, man. Choose what I think, you know. <laughs> you know. I was over in the corner just playing by myself for so long. <laughs> I Mental Pokemon note, was... choose Game Boy games. John doesn't know about the Game Boy. <laughs> God, if I choose, if anybody chooses another Game Boy game, this podcast is just over. <laughs> like, yeah, I've had my fill. Uh. <laughs> so, uh... Man... Yeah. We're not talking about the Game Boy version, thank God. I played the SNES version, and it's a lot of fun. I you played know, the Genesis I assume it's also pretty fun. Um, yeah, it's pretty I don't know why Battletoads have to team up with Double Dragon, or, you know, or how they justify, like, Double Dragon fighting Battletoads characters on a spaceship. But, you <laughs> know, I'm okay with it. <laughs> it does not matter. <laughs> 
actually, while researching, I found the, the official story is after the Battletoads beat the Dark Queen, she decides to come back and take over the planet Earth. And when she does, she finds, like, the Shadow Army from Double Dragon and just says, like, hey, you should help me conquer the Earth. And just <laughs> basically enlist their help. So the Battletoads are like, well, who beat up them? Oh, these guys. Hey, you need to help us. Perfect. Well... It works. That's an airtight story. <laughs> yep. Because the uh, 80s. Checks out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Checks all the boxes for a video game story around that time. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, things need to be beat up. Well, two thing, two different things of you know things are being beaten up. Let's bring in the two things that beat those things up, and then the things will kick punch the things, and it will be a great game. Uh, sincerely, Rare Limited. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Um, trying to remember. Yeah, I feel like Battletoads Double Dragon was a little bit easier than Battletoads, but still, like, hard as fuck. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, remember I don't remember it being easier. Yeah, I don't remember it having as many stages, but, you know, like on Super Nintendo, I feel like it just, you know, I don't know, somehow controlled easier and was, you know, in just a lot of ways you know, easier than the original Battletoads. Still had that annoying shit where if one of you dies, you both have to restart the level. I don't know how they never corrected that for the Battletoads series. Like, you know, oh, hey, we're making great progress. And then, like, you know, John's speeder bike hits a wall. And it's like, all right, well, we better start over. It's like, no, you know, it really should be like, if I'm kicking ass and somebody else yeah, dies, they should, they should be able to wait until I finish <laughs> the level and then hit start to use their game continue. It's yeah. like punishment for playing with a shittier player. Nah. I'm not I'm not directing all this at you, Johnny. I just use the example. <laughs> no, no, I, no, it's fine. I, I like it that way. I like it being hard as balls for no good reason. I feel like that was a, a mistake that they have to fix. Like, they, they did that on purpose, and it, it's awesome. Yeah, I guess they knew who they were going after. You know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you know, the games were already tough as it was. <laughs> And a lot of them were hard just because they were broken and stuff. Like, right. they weren't hard to yeah. be challenging. They were just hard because it was hard to make games and you sucked. Yeah, true. <laughs> but, well, a lot yeah. of it was that arcade mentality of we need to get as many quarters as possible. So let's just be brutally difficult. That's true. Yeah, fuck that. They really, you know, should have fired all the arcade guys when they moved to consoles. And they're like, all right, gentlemen. There's no need for there to be quarters. We can actually have passwords and save states and things like that. But no, they didn't. You know. <laughs> I mean, they, you know, at least in like something like Punch Out, they gave you a fucking password to skip right to Mike Tyson. Yeah, that's all I want. A non-game genie password system for Battletoads. It's the only way I ever beat those games. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, <laughs> apparently on the Rare Replay, there's like a rewind button on... Battletoads. So, like, if you mess up, you can hit rewind and then not mess up. Nice. That's awesome. That, like, uh, stolen out of, like, Blinks the Time Sweeper. Just, you know, or, like, Prince of Persia. Like, it's just oh, like I got a my ass kicked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Now I'm going to land that punch. <laughs> or parade. Yes. I guess those are better examples than Blinks the Time Sweeper. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I, I know um, what you were talking about with Blinks, so... Good. I'm glad. I, I really thought I lost you guys for a second. I never actually <laughs> played it, but I, I remember wanting to play it. Play it. Uh, it interesting. It'd be great if, uh, if Battletoads and or Double Dragon were in that game. I think more people would have gone for it. Yeah. If it was a time-controlling time cat with uh, you know a couple of muscle-bound dudes hanging with him. 
That, that, that game says John Regan all over it. <laughs> Sorry, time, time traveling cat and some hot dudes. <laughs> John Regan buying the Xbox right fucking now. <laughs> that is how you sell consoles to John Regan. <laughs> and there's a fucking you know, Chronicles of Riddick game coming out for it. Double soul. <laughs> John Regan is all in on the original Xbox. <laughs> Chronicles of Riddick, that had Vin Diesel in it, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, it. Yes. there's a tie-in here to Battletoads. All right. So, you know the whole Chuck Norris fax generator thing a few years ago? Go on. Before that, that was inspired by the Vin Diesel fax generator. And the yep. Vin Diesel fax generator was uh, started on a something awful thread where people made up all these bizarre Vin Diesel facts. And one of those facts was Vin Diesel once beat Battletoads. And I remember that getting all these responses like, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Like that's the only unbelievable thing that Vin Diesel yeah. ever did was Vin, beat Battletoads. Vin Diesel <laughs> punched the moon? That's fine. Vin Diesel yeah. beats Battletoads? No, no, no. No, no, not no. a fucking chance. Yeah, I don't care if he is Riddick. He didn't do it. <laughs> uh, well, good. Thank you, actually. I was worried that was going to go somewhere else. <laughs> he, he did good. I'm, I'm proud of you. One time I was playing Battletoads. <laughs> And I started to feel this tingle, so I just down <laughs> and in my pants. I just thought about Vin Diesel, and you know, I kind of blacked out for a minute there. <laughs> One time Gosh. I was playing Battletoads, and Vin Diesel showed up and helped me beat it. <laughs> <laughs> and then we finished multiple on Tundra. <laughs> oh, <laughs> awesome. Well, <sighs> so that was... That was Battletoads and Vin Diesel. Private Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do want to give thanks to at Kobolski on Twitter, who was the fan that requested that game, and also want to give a shout out to the composer David Wise of Donkey Kong yes. Country fame. Ah. Of all fantastic rare games fame, yeah, David Wise is the shit. He is like video game music goat. I'm uh. I'm a big fan of his work. He should keep doing it. We're gonna have to get him on the show. Yeah, dude. You know, talking about goats. That's how it goes. You know, it won't be the last. Wait, what's the video game music goat? It's like, is there a goat that makes video game music? What is Greatest this? Greatest of all time. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we lost you for a second. I thought this was a show about goats for a minute. It's like... Goat now pet. I'm just mad that I explained that because I kind of want John to believe that there's just a race of magical goats that play video game music. David, hit your little rewind button and fucking undo explaining that. Goddammit, <laughs> that would have been great. They're from India. No explanation. Next game. <laughs> uh, well, he said next game. <laughs> it's uh, it's time to move on to the next game.
Oh, man. That rock your fucking socks or what? Yeah, I like the drum slow. That was sweet. <laughs> love it. I love every bit of it. Awesome. Man. It's fucking rocking. Yep. Yeah. Um so uh I kinda you know, I broke a uh, not previously formally established rule that I set for myself. Uh this game did not come out in America. This is a Japan only game. Um that said, this game went through the proverbial development hell. It started out as a Super Famicom game before being moved to the Nintendo sixty four disc drive then to the Nintendo 64, and then it was delayed several more times until it was finally canceled. And it was ultimately revived and released on the Game Boy Advance on April 20th of 2006.
Soothing. Mm-hmm. I don't need the whole trivia. I just want to double check. He said it moved to 64 and then 64 disk drive and was canceled. Started as a Super Famicom game yeah. before being moved to the disk drive, then to the regular Nintendo 64. Okay. Then de- delayed several times before being canceled and ultimately released on the yeah. Game Boy Advance. I, okay. Just, I have an answer. Good. What do you guys <laughs> got? That is absolutely correct. It is Mother 3. You guys. Cha-ching, cha-ching. <laughs> yeah, well done. I wish I was still in the mood to talk, but that last song actually, like, seriously pushes me to the point where I want to cry. I love that fucking game, and the music from it is just fantastic. Um, yeah. Uh, have you guys both played this? I have not. I God just. Damn it. I remember seeing in some gaming magazine when I was a kid some 3D stills of an Earthbound game. Right. And I remember, like, a year or two later wondering, like, what the hell happened to that thing? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I remember feeling that way about a lot of things that I saw in, like, certain issues of Nintendo Power back oh in the day. God. Like, you know, where's my Secret of Mana 2? God damn it. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Earthbound 64 never really, uh, never really took shape. And I think ultimately it was kind of to its benefit, because I don't know, I can't see an Earthbound game any way except, like, the Super NES and, like, Game Boy Advance sprites. Like, it, it just wouldn't feel right. I mean, besides, you know, the NES version. But, you know, still, sprite work is where it's at. I don't know about, you know, I don't know if the series aesthetic would really work for 3D. So, uh, yeah, that's that. Anyway, uh, Jesse, have you played it? No, I haven't. Damn. David, back me up here, buddy. Somebody's played this, right? <laughs> they have, but it's not me. Ah, I thought I was picking a kind of a home run game here. I can't believe, uh, man. Only reason um, I got it right was because of the trivia. Yeah, I, I, you know that's the thing. I, you know, like I said, I felt bad because it was, you know, one, it was only released in Japan, and I, I I'm trying not to even open that can of worms on this show. <laughs> and then two. Oh, uh, it's open. No, it's fucking not. <laughs> uh, and then two, um, you know, there's so much music in that game, it's ridiculous. And it's just all, it's, you know, there's a wide variety of music. There's the slow stuff. There's, like, some really fucking, you know, kind of downbeat, beautiful piano stuff. And then there's just a bunch of, like, you know, like, weird hard rock with a bunch of synth drums, like the first couple songs that I played, so... It was kind of yeah, a, I kind of a dis- that that would be in like an Earthbound game. Yeah, those are like some intense battle themes, or I think in the case of that first song, I don't, oh shit, you know, now I don't even remember which ones I downloaded. Um, yeah, it was, uh, you know, their battle themes or like the theme of the like the bad guys. So, 
you know, it's like a certain area that you're in, kind of industrial, kind of weird. And that game, uh, yeah, it's kind of weird. It's all about like, you know, nature versus, you know, industry. It's got all kinds of weird, you know, themes around like the industrial revolution and, you know, the loss of innocence and all kinds of really complex stuff that I don't think it actually really does a great job of like clarifying like you're left with a lot of questions as to what you just played at the end of the game <laughs> like it's like wow that was fun and you know i'm crying my eyes out because it hits the emotional stuff like you know like the previous earthbound game but uh at the same time it's like wait what you know what why did i spend such a large portion of that game just controlling a monkey you know, <laughs> like what there was a time jump in there shit they didn't make that clear at all was there a weird scene in a hot spring where I had to blow somebody? <laughs> you know, yeah. They really didn't make that clear. <laughs> uh, that's like, well, should, kid? Yes. The, you know, and that's the thing. That one of the like speculations about why they haven't released the game in America is because there's things like the possible blowing of someone in a hot spring that uh, don't translate well to America. <laughs> and they would need to kind of resolve them. Uh, everybody who's played it is pretty sure that there's nothing weird going on about it. It's like some kind of baptism type thing. Like the main character is trying to, you know, have his like psychic powers, you know, like, you know, whatever awakened. And he's in a hot spring with a naked man or what appears to be a man. It's actually, a, you know, one of a series of genderless fairy creatures. Yes, this is all, you know, mother three. Uh, you're in a hot spring with a genderless fairy creature that appears to be a man naked. And he tells you that he can reveal, like, reveal your psychic powers, and he turns you around, and then the screen goes black, and he tells you to stop struggling, and just let it happen, and wow. then your psychic powers are revealed. Yeah. <laughs> and huh. what, what everybody, you know, because then it it comes back from black, and your character is halfway under the water, and he wakes up and shakes his head off. So what everybody thinks is that it's like a baptism thing that maybe they just didn't have the animation to pr like do properly, but huh. blackening out the screen and choosing the words that they chose uh, just add to the confusion. <laughs> <laughs> so there's some weird stuff they got to work out before they could ever release this one in America. But rumor is that it's going to be released at some point this year because it's the 10th anniversary of the game. Hmm. And I hope that's true because, you know, I feel like if uh, this had come out in America back when... You know, back in 2006, I don't know, I would have played it, and I don't know, it would have been like one of the most emotionally complex games that I would have played at that point, because this game's fucking just strange. I know fans and, uh, are clamoring for it, so... Yeah, you know, uh, fun fact also, uh, Lucas is now the only character in Smash Brothers games to uh, have not appeared in an American uh, game outside of Smash Brothers games. Wow. All the other characters have... Had their games turn up in America, but... That's true. Roy was DLC for one of the Fire Emblem games. He was indeed. Damn. <laughs> so, yep. You know, you and I must have read the same trivia. Oh, wait, <laughs> you weren't looking that up. You just know it. Nice job, David. <laughs> but, uh, nerd! <laughs> the, the, the nerd was implied, but... <laughs> Uh, I'm afraid oh, I'd get to it before anybody else could. John, John's calling David a nerd, but if I'm not mistaken, I believe John downloaded a Japanese ROM, applied a patch to it to translate it to English, and then proceeded to play it. So, 
I very much no, did. No, that's obviously not what happened because we do not advocate piracy. John yeah. took a semester course on Japanese, <laughs> bought a Japanese Game Boy Advance, and imported the game legally. Either way, obviously. either yeah. way, nerd. Yeah. Um, and I'm then sorry, he it, just went online to, learn to read, you know, f the fan translation as yeah. he played. To yeah, exactly. To confirm, game facts the, up. confirm the accuracy of the fan translation as I was playing the game. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I gotta say, yeah, they got it right. You definitely, uh, definitely have a sexual encounter with a genderless being in a hot spring. That definitely happens. So, um, <laughs> so I call that Fridays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, some big event in your video game life. I just, you know, I hit to the hot springs every weekend. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, for real, it's a it's a great game. The last song there uh, is like part of the you know just most interesting part of the game. It's you know the game's broken up into eight chapters and uh, sounds like somebody's about to give away a spoiler. The crowd doesn't like it. He's got to do something. He's blocked the spoiler. The crowd's going wild. It's incredibly emotional, and like seriously, rewatching it while doing research for this episode, it's like, fuck me, I'm gonna cry. Like, <laughs> you gotta be kidding me, Mother Three, son of a bitch. Mm. I thought it was past the point of crying at video games in my life. Yeah. I am not. <laughs> so, hey, anyway, it, it happens to everybody. I, I'm not sure that it does. But <laughs> <I> think, <laughs> yeah, I think it happens to most of the people that uh, that we know and that would probably be listening to this show. So. Uh, Glad to know there's uh, there's people that cry at video games. I tear up um, a little bit every time I beat Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. <laughs> God fucking damn it. Pesci. <laughs> <Yeah. Have you laughs> it breaks my heart having to kill Joe Pesci every time. <laughs> Takes me back to the real moment I had in my life where I had to murder a small old man. Oh, you had to murder oh Joe Pesci. God. <laughs> oh, oh the show and the turns that it takes. <laughs> yeah, thank you, John. Uh, <laughs> damn it. Um, so anyway, yeah. Uh, whenever they do release this in America, Mother Three is worth whatever they're going to charge for it. So uh, jump on that. Twelve thousand dollars. <laughs> damn it, Nintendo! You sons of bitches! And it's delayed until next year. Only on the NX two. <laughs> That would be great if the Americanized version of this <laughs> went through four different consoles before it finally comes out. Like, <laughs> oh, we're thinking about releasing it for the 10th anniversary and ends up coming out in like 2027. Like, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and we just couldn't get the translation right. There was that weird part. <laughs> yeah, we it's a launch we title for the over. NX virtual console. <laughs> oh, oh yes. There you go. Uh, I'll sell some NXs. Anyway. Uh, so it's time for the final game, man. Uh, Johnny, let it rip.
Man. Love it. This game is notable for its expen- for its multi-platform release, but not every version was equal. The Wii U version had an exclusive playable character. The Xbox 360 had an exclusive playable character. The Android and iOS versions had characters not available on consoles, and the PC version had six exclusive characters. The PlayStation 3 version had nothing. Man. 
Damn, I love that song. It's a good one. I do too. Let yeah. me know what series it is, but uh, I can't pick. I, I don't know if I'm going to name the game right. But you ready to show them? Oh, man. Johnny, you got to be ready. Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Jesse says, Sonic All-Stars Racing Transformed. John Regan says, <laughs> Golden Axe the Third. Uh, in, Jesse no, no, is in, correct. That says in 3D. Oh, I'm well, sorry. it's Golden not Axe that. 3D. Jesse oh. is correct. Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformed. Mm-hmm. Dang it. A game which has been referenced numerous times so on many. this yeah. very podcast. Man. Yeah. Thank you, David, game. for picking this so we can start with, like weeding, <laughs> weeding games like this out of our rotation. <laughs> like This game has yeah. excellent fucking music. It's an excellent game. And uh, it was a perfect uh, final game for you guys because... It's Sega all over the fucking place. It is. As such, uh, you guys should both be experts. So. Well, well, that last track was Golden Axe. What were the first two? David? Uh, the first one was the music from Seasonal Shrine, which was the Shinobi track. Yes. And the second one was Rogue's Landing, which was the Skies of Arcadia track. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Yeah. Damn. Those two tracks happen to be my favorite tracks in the game. So yeah, hey, Johnny, with that obscure game. knowledge, you, you couldn't just throw him a little toot toot Sonic bone. You, you had to hit him <laughs> with the Skies of Arcadia music. <laughs> you know, I almost went with there's a, a track I forget what it's called, but it's based on um, like Sonic and Knuckles because it's uh, like Sky Sanctuary. Sky mm. Sanctuary Zone. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's a track based on that, and I almost went with that. I was like, no, that that Skies of Arcadia music is too damn good. Yeah, no, that's the thing. I mean, the music, uh, again, yeah, just you know, epic. So, no fault to you for choosing your favorite tracks. Uh, you know, Johnny, it's your responsibility to learn about Sega games that are not Sonic. So, <laughs> you know, that's your homework. <laughs> just play some non-Sonic Sega games. I did. I pointed out Golden Axe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <Yeah. laughs> Let me just rewind back to that and undo my statement. <laughs> oh, uh, come on. Huh? Someone in the chat said they hated the Afterburner stage. Come on. The Afterburner stage well, the Afterburner was awesome. stage was fun. Oh, shit. Nice the aircraft carriers and stuff. Time. Yeah, the Afterburner stage was the shit. You're out the, mind. the boat thing and you know having to do that sick hairpin turn on the aircraft carrier. Oh, I man. appreciate you listening. Yes. I wish I knew we who that was. We value you, even though you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> wrong opinions are also opinions. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, the, you know, um, I'm trying to remember, like, specific specific stages from the game. And it all kind of ran together. But the game was a lot of fun. But, you know, I hate to be that kind of guy, but it was mostly fun for me as, like, a holdover until Mario Kart came out for the Wii U. Um, but, you know, it was I, it's already... It's arguable that it's still the better game. Like, it, you know, there's a lot that it does right. There's a few things that it doesn't do so great. But Mario Kart 8 came out and was just fucking tight. So, yeah. you know, it's a, it's a neck and neck, uh, you know, debate between which is the superior kart game on the Wii U. So, it's, I, uh, it's you want to race Sonic or <laughs> David dissenting opinion? I, I do, because, I mean, Mario Kart 8 came out, and Mario Kart 8 is great, and I bought it, and I played it, and I loved it, but even still, I will go back to Sonic Racing Transformed. Yep. It's 
there, I mean, the controls aren't quite as tight. It's, you know, it's not quite as polished as Mario Kart 8, but the transforming vehicles and the transforming tracks and yes. the music, I I really love that game. Yeah, it's like Mario Kart 8 was like, uh, just like almost a perfectly done Mario Kart. Yeah, you know, I can do without some of the, uh, you know, I can do with like a rebalancing of the items somehow. But then like Sonic, yeah, like you said, with the tracks that actually change throughout the course of the race, uh, you know, that's just a nice touch because, you know, it means that, like, that final lap is never the same as the first lap. Whereas, like, Mario Kart, man, you learn just, like, the tricks of those tracks and you're just, like, you know, you get into, like, a rhythm with that game. Sonic never lets you get into that rhythm. You know, I, I don't care how many times you play it, like, it's just, you know, just by having, the, you know, the track not be the same for the entire race, it, uh, it adds a little wrinkle to it. And it's got a wacky cast and, you know, I, I love know. in the Panzer Dragoon stage where the dragon kind of lands and just tears up the track and just completely yeah. obliterates it in front of you. Yeah, and that Golden Axe stage is fucking dope. Uh, that is the one I'm thinking of where you're like flying like you're like in a volcano and like there's skulls everywhere and shit. Yeah. Or... Yeah. yeah. You okay, start but... off it, you start off in a boat race in a river of lava. Yes, exactly. Lava Damn. boat. Yes. <laughs> there is there is that one Mario Kart level that I love, which is the uh, the downhill slope. And every lap in that one is different because it's just the, the continued downhill slope. Talk about Mount Wario. Yeah, yeah. see, that's that's Mario Kart's answer to the transforming track is the point-to-point races, which works for a thing like Mount Wario, but pisses me off when they did it for, like, Rainbow Road 64. So oh, yeah. if they had come up with, like, several really good point-to-point races, then, yeah, Mario Kart might, uh, you know, really uh, assert itself as the top thing. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. You know, they're, they're both really good games. Yeah. You know? I, you know, I'm not like the biggest Sega fan in the world, but I still played the fuck out of Sonic and All Stars Racing. So, you know, secretly it was, you know, it's my. You know, I'm not the biggest Sega fan, but I am a huge fan of Danica Patrick. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I, I was so happy with her inclusion in the game. Ugh, the talk about Wreck It Ralph. Oh, yeah. Oh, Wreck It Ralph. Yeah. I, uh, I like him. I did not play as him very much. I'm trying to remember who the fuck I did play as in that game. I feel like I played as like BD Joe a lot. You know, I don't know. There's uh, <laughs> played a lot as Joe Musashi. Right. Because uh, everybody likes a ninja in a car. Or Knuckles. <laughs> I was yeah. pretty good with Knuckles. Yeah, yeah. The game was a lot of fun. So uh, I was yeah. usually playing as either Vice or Gum. Right. Yeah, the, uh, the Space Channel uh, characters. Uh, what's her name? Ooh la la. She was pretty good too. Um, yeah, so. Um, I don't know. John, tell me you've at least played this game. I haven't. Jesus Christ, John. It's like... (laughs) We've been over this. I'm really the worst member of this cast. No, I'm not not trying to get you to shit all over yourself. I'm just saying, like, this is Sega. It's like having Sega just beat off all over you, and you haven't played it. Like, I don't understand. (laughs) Uh, The game is fucking sweet. But, uh... Yeah, go get it on, like, Steam or some such thing. Okay. Yeah, then you can play as the Heavy. Yeah, you can play with the yeah. six exclusive Steam characters. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because, I don't know, Team Fortress, I guess, needed representation. <laughs> but, uh, Hats. What? Hats. Right. Hats. Um, but, yeah, so anyway, uh, anything else on Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transform before we, uh, you know, move into the lightning round? I don't have anything, no. Good game. I don't think, I don't think, yeah, fantastic game. 
Johnny, hit the sound effect. Lightning what? round! It is time, indeed, for the lightning <laughs> round. Yeah. It's all come down to this, gentlemen. So, um, David, since you are actually the one running this lightning round, would you like to introduce it? I would like to introduce it. Uh, this is the way that the lightning round works. Uh, lots of games have very memorable boss encounters. So I'm going to give you a year and a boss, and you have to give me the name of the game. Ooh. Mm. Mm. It's kind of Every... like the boss battle of April Absurdity. And, dun, dun, you know, yeah, in attempting to add a level of strategy and also, you know, fairness in light of last week's inhuman challenge, uh, <laughs> David will be asking, you know, he'll, he'll be providing the year and the boss, and you can uh, answer, the for, answer for a solid point. Or you can beg me for a hint, and you will be able to receive half a point after receiving my hint. Oh, so, I like this. Yes. Johnny hit the randomizer so David can decide who goes first. Okay. I, guess I brought a quarter to flip, but hit the randomizer. Ah, <laughs> oh, David, you go ahead and flip it. My randomizer is just a penny. <laughs> okay. Does anybody want to call it while I flip it? Tails. Heads. Knuckles. Sonic. It is Tails. So Jesse will go first. Well, I'm Are we ready? I'm ready. Jesse? Are we just. Okay. Oh, yeah, and actually, I had an example. So, for example, David will say, 1987, Mike Tyson. And, Jesse, should he need a hint, I would say, Mike Tyson begins the fight with a 90-second flurry of lightning punches. And then, Jesse would answer, Mike Tyson's punch. So, that is uh, that is an indication of how this would go. So, uh, without further, further ado. It's a cool boss rush. <laughs> yeah, total boss rush. 1994, Ultros. Final Fantasy 2? That is incorrect. John, would you like to try to steal? Final Fantasy 3. Oh, well, it was released here in the U.S. as 3. Okay, so that is correct. That's 6 in Japan, I think. Yes. Sweet. Well done. So the board now belongs to John. 2015, DJ Octavio. <laughs> what? <laughs> John, give me a hint. Do I have Do to literally leave? beg? No. <laughs> <laughs> you could say please. Please. <laughs> <laughs> the leader of the Octarians, DJ Octavio, appears as an octopus wearing a golden samurai helmet. Uh, Splatoon? That is correct. correct. All right. For a half a point. Cool. Back to Jesse. Jesse, 1992, Hitler. Uh, Wolfenstein? Can... No, Return. Yes, that is correct. Okay. Wolfenstein 3D. Yep. Gotta John? love it. <laughs> 2004, The Sorrow. The Sorrow? Oh, John, give me a hint. Steel. Uh, you, can, you, know, you can steal for half a point once I give Johnny this hint. The sorrow appears during thunderstorms throughout the game. Uh, pass. I have nothing. Jesse, you're uh, up. Metal Gear Solid 3. That is correct. So it's then still Jesse's board. 1987, Master D. Uh, John, can you give me a, a clue, please? 
you can. Master D looks an awful lot like Hitler. 87. Um, I don't know. Johnny, chance to steal. Bionic Commando. That's correct. Oh yeah, fuck. That was my first that was my first thought when you said Hitler before. <laughs> <laughs> no, here's Master D in America. They, they really de Nazi that game. <laughs> awesome. So that makes it still Johnny's board. 2008 Taboo. 2008 Taboo. Taboo, Taboo. John, I need a hint. Taboo controls the original series boss with his chains of light, possibly retconning his existence back into the first game. Uh, I'll pass. I have nothing on that. Um, I'll just guess. Double my cry. Uh, no, that's incorrect. David, what is it? Uh, the correct answer is Super Smash Bros. Brawl. Oh. Uh, Which was kind of makes me sad, Johnny, yeah. I remember fighting him with you. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> and that's like a friendship moment, man. Because <laughs> you, you unlocked Sonic for that fight. Oy. Anyway, Jesse's bored. 2011. Demise. Demise. Upon defeat, Demise vows that his hatred and the curse of his demon tribe will be repeatedly reborn throughout time. Darkstalkers? Not Darkstalkers, um... God, what's it called? Uh... Ah, fuck, what is it called? Dark... Five seconds. I got nothing. John, chance to steal. Let's see, 2011, his name is Demise. Can you can you use it in a sentence? What? <laughs> I just, I'm making his it like name a, is, I'm making His it like name a, is Demise. I'm making it like a spelling bee. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see, 2011, is it, man, like a Sonic game that came out in 2011? Uh, I don't know, yes, Colors? Sonic 2011. <laughs> I don't know. Sonic, Sonic Colors, like where he faced off yeah, against yeah. Demise. I don't know. No, that's incorrect. That this one incorrect. was The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. Ah. Oh, yeah. I never finished that game because of its shitty controls. Ouch, bro. Yeah, <laughs> burning everything I love in this one. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's I let you keep Mother 3. <laughs> it's back to Johnny. Johnny, 1991, Big Bad Blag. Oh, Big Bad Blag. Yeah, I need a hint. Big Bad Blag appears as a mid-level boss in Stage 5. Oh, shit. <laughs> that doesn't help at all. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. Jesse? Lost Vikings? Incorrect. It's no, a little tricky. A little tricky to bring up Stage 5 when the answer is Battletoads. <laughs> oh. no, nobody's made it that far. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Go ask Vin Diesel. <laughs> Uh, Jesse, 2005, Colossus 4. Uh, Shadow of Colossus? That is correct. 
You could have been really dicky and went with the weird Japanese names for the bosses, too. <laughs> yeah, that would have yeah. been Phaedra. <laughs> John, 1991, Wendy O. Koopa. Oh, Super Mario World. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't need a I was hoping to trick shit. somebody. <laughs> uh, 2015, Sahelanthropus. Um, say that again. 2015. <laughs> shut up, John. Sahelanthropus. <laughs> In addition to its immense firepower, the Sahelanthropus can also unleash a cloud of corrosive metallic archaea, disabling land or airbase vehicles that are exposed to it. Such a weird name. Um, yeah. yeah XCOM? No. Johnny Chance to Steal. Uh, Sahelanthropus. <laughs> I remember that guy. <laughs> uh, uh, was there a St Star Fox game that came out last year? Uh, yeah, I don't Star know. Fox came out last week. Damn it. Yeah. Uh, uh, so that's it. Yeah, I got nothing. Okay. That's Metal Gear Solid 5. Oh. Uh, okay. I haven't got that far because. Dude, get to the point where you fight the Sahelanthropus. That thing is big and it is dope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, David, hit it. Uh, back to John, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, 1995, Fatty Whale. 1995, Fatty Whale. Oh, man, is that beyond like a PS1 or Saturn? Well, it could still be a Genesis Super Nintendo. Shit, I need a hint. Oh, wait, wait, no, I don't need a hint. Is it Cur Kirby Superstar? Oh, my God. You got that it. is correct. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. Talk them away nice through it. Done. <laughs> Jesse, 2009. Seth. E. S E T H. 2000. 2009. Can I get uh, a clue? Sure. Seth is very tall and has light blue skin and is the leader of Sin. That's S I N. With periods. Oh, fuck. I don't know. Johnny, chance for a steal. Final Fantasy twelve? Mm, no. <laughs> that was Seth from Street Fighter Four. Uh, oh. <laughs> Should, ah. Oh. Damn it. I was gonna say, would it help if I said that Sin stood for Shadaloo Intimidation Network? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> that might have clued you in. <laughs> uh, so um still on Johnny then. Johnny, uh oh, shit, did you luck out? 2001, The Great Mighty Pooh. 2001, The Great Mighty Pooh. The Great Mighty Pooh. 2001. So that's like Dreamcast, I'm pretty sure. I need a hint. The Great Mighty Pooh's lair is the interior of Pooh Mountain, and he loves to sing <laughs> opera. God! I should know this, because like this, this sounds really familiar. I'm confident. I played a Game Boy fight. <laughs> ah, God, is it like is it like Psychonauts? No, no, no. That is incorrect. Yeah, I got nothing. Jesse, chance to steal. Conquer's bad for a day. 
That's correct. Oh, oh sweet. That great it was really food. fun to hear you just repeat Great Mighty Poo over and over. <laughs> just talk your way through it. Poo, poo, Great Mighty Poo. Great Mighty Poo. <laughs> uh, Jesse, 2000, goat. Which, Hello, for the record, I did look this up, and it is actually pronounced goat. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, clue, please. A large mechanical creature that resembles a goat. Goat is called the masked mechanical monster. Mega Man Legend. No. Johnny, chance for a steal. Uh, <laughs> goat. How do you spell it? Am I allowed to ask that? G O H T. I got nothing. Uh, nothing. <laughs> oh, I love goat. One of the least creative moments in the series. Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Oh, oh yeah, I haven't played that. <sighs> I was thinking Zelda for some reason. Damn it. Oh, well. All those goats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Johnny. 2009. Poison Ivy. Uh, Poison Ivy. 2009. I need a hint. Her boss battle takes place in the bot Botanical Gardens, which raises questions about the necessity of botanical gardens in the game's setting. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's the best hint ever. What? <laughs> botanical Gardens 2009. I have no idea. Pass. Batman Arkham Asylum. That is correct. <laughs> Yeah, why the hell would you have botanical gardens in a place <laughs> Just for poison ivy! <laughs> <laughs> fucked up! I bet you just threw her in a black box. Poison ivy's in the botanical gardens. Well, no shit! <laughs> of course yeah, she duh. is! <laughs> you really shouldn't allow her access to that! <laughs> You've all screwed yourself! <laughs> this is a poorly run facility if I ever yeah. saw <laughs> <laughs> no, she's uh, probably gonna break loose all these other crazies too, so. Yeah, forget it. <laughs> uh, Jesse, 1994, Crocomire. Super Mario RPG. That is an excellent guess, but incorrect. Johnny, chance for the steal. Uh, I, I, I need a hint. The hint. The Crocomire takes no damage from the player's weapons and can only be defeated by being knocked backwards into a pool of lava. 1994. Crocomire. It's a game with weapons. Ah. Great Mighty Poo. <laughs> Great Mighty <laughs> Goats. Ah. I got nothing. Uh, that would be Super Metroid. Ah. It's a pretty memorable boss fight because you kill it and then its skeleton comes jumping out at you right after you kill it and it's like fucking gross so I love it uh, so we're still on Johnny uh, yes Johnny 1989 bloody mouth <laughs> <laughs> bloody mouth in 1989 hmm can I get a hint please yes the battle with Mouth takes place at the end of stage five, also called the Cliffs of Execution. Battletoads? No. 
<laughs> Jesse, chance for a steal. Um. No idea. That would be Ninja Gate. Oh. Ah. Yeah. And finally, Jesse, 1986, The Mummy Men. Hint. The Mummy Men can be defeated rather easily by standing on a block out of their reach, but if you have to engage them, they are immune to the stopwatch. Oh, uh, Castlevania. That. Is that is correct. Correct. Was that the was that the final game there, David? That was the final game. Fantastic. Well, what a good lightning round. That was. Since the intensity throughout. So uh, time you know, to turn the on the calculating John, computer. It's time to turn on the calculating computer. Computers. Beeps. Boops. Every pork chop was perfect. We wouldn't have hot dogs. <laughs> Just give it to him. He wins. <laughs> Damn it! Why you gotta make these decisions so hard, Johnny? <laughs> oh, shit. Like that um, really needs to be on a T-shirt somewhere. Come on. <laughs> oh, Steven Universe, you're so wonderful. Well, the uh, the fun part about this is. The lightning round actually ended up a uh, tie. <laughs> <laughs> so are we completely tied right now? Like, including our original points and lightning round points? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> there, are, the, there are two ways to break this tie. We either make all lightning round points worth one point, or we give someone a partial point for having crossed out the correct answer earlier in the game. Oh, <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll be honest, I'm I'm fine with just being co-champion if Jesse wants to do something like that. Oh, god damn it, that is not an acceptable resolution to this. <laughs> yeah, so, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, Everyone's a winner. <laughs> I don't, that's not what I'm thinking. Okay. Why don't we just count everything as a full point? <laughs> yeah, I think that's really the best way to go, because I don't know it's if... Yeah, there is no uh, fair way to decide this. So, you know, by a lightning round score of six total games guessed to five games guessed, the first ever April Absurdity champion with an asterisk next to it <laughs> is Jesse Moore. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you especially to our Twitch chatters who uh, gave no reasonable ways to settle this. <laughs> oh, uh, suggestions ranging from you know, rock, paper, scissors to epic rap battle to anal bead tug of war. Thank you, Twitch. I'm so glad to have you all as fans. <laughs> it makes me oh so happy. But really, congratulations, Jesse. Yeah, man. Thank you. you know, congratulations. That was it, was a, it was a fantastic well game. It was a well-played tournament. Um, yeah. I feel happy uh, saying that I was beaten by the best. That lightning round. <laughs> but, but David, he technically lost the lightning round. I was beaten by the best. <laughs> uh, 
So, uh, you know, any uh, any parting promos you want to cut, Jesse, or you just want to uh, you just want to kind of wallow in your own awesomeness, or? I mean, I I couldn't have done it without you know Alex. You know, he was <laughs> <laughs> he made that really inspiring uh, thing for the game that tune that you had on the beginning. That's true. <laughs> Our heads on stuff on people. I think they're Mortal Kombat characters. They looked awesome. Nice. Yeah. So. He really yes, gave he me the extra push to, uh, <laughs> to take this to the next level. Good, good. I will, I will do everything in my power to make the April Absurdity Championship look as respectful and, and uh, honorable as it should. That means he's going to take his Spider-Man-themed uh, certificate, print his name on it, and have it, uh, you know, made up at Kinko's on some nice heavy cardstock paper. Huh. And I think there might be a dollar store framing in order. So, uh, yeah, congrats, man. It was a lot of fun. Glad we did this. I'm glad that we're getting back to normal game that tune next week because I'm tired yeah. of not being able to guess games. Two weeks is far too long to go without guessing a game. So. Yeah. So I think we're, we're forgetting the single most important thing, Jesse, as reigning game that tune April Absurdity Champion. You won the game. So you get to decide the theme for the next round. <laughs> yeah, he does. I was thinking since, you know, we're getting back to... See, the thing is, is with April Absurdity, it's the place where storylines go to stop, but then new storylines unfold. So it's like a great, you know, beginning and ending point for things. So, you know, how about just a free play, you know? Play Perfect. what you want next week, free and then play. we just you know do it up. Excellent. Then uh, free play it shall be. John obviously doesn't have the free play sound effect ready to go, even though he should have it at all times. I got something pretty close. Computers. God damn it. Boops. <laughs> Every pork chop was perfect. We wouldn't have hot dogs. <laughs> mm. Oh man. I was kind of hoping it was Ron Swanson again. <laughs> <laughs> don't even don't even fantastic so uh cool well um again great game uh everybody who uh, participates and you know comes to our twitch chat thank you very much you know it's awesome to have fans uh you know you all know where to find us we're at gtt pod on twitter we're on facebook if you search for game that tune we're on instagram where there's occasionally something you know cute and funny pulled thanks to john uh by searching game that tune you can find me on Twitter at jgangsta187. You can find David at EFD Fleming. Yep. You can find John Regan, the runner-up, at JP Regan JR. And you can find Jesse Moore, the April Absurdity Champ, at at Sega underscore Legend. Yeah. So that's all for April Absurdity. We'll be back for a free play next week. Thanks, everybody. Peace out.
2 is copyright 1996 Namco. Kirby 64 The Crystal Shards is copyright 2000 Nintendo. Battletoads and Double Dragon is copyright 1993 Rare Limited. Mother 3 is copyright 2006 Nintendo. Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformed is copyright 2012 Sega. Street Fighter 2 is copyright 1991 Capcom. It will be a long road to the, to the championship, but I think in the end, I have no way to finish this monologue. <laughs> end monologue. Go it. Or don't. Technical difficulty on my part. One second. Oh my god. It's good. God. I, I said it's good. I said go it anyway. When they noticed that my card says lightning round, uh, I ran out of space. I wanted to write disco stud, but I ran out of space. <laughs> <laughs> uh, perfect.